You're listening to the Bahai World News Service. Now live at local house of A group of youth serving at the Baha'i World Center sat down with the new service to have a conversation about the Baha'i houses of worship in their home communities. They discussed how these temples manifest the practical interplay between service and worship, creating space for prayer and contemplation, while inspiring a desire to contribute to the material and social progress of society. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for sitting with us today. Maybe we can start with everybody introducing themselves. Just tell us who you are and where you're from. My name is Pacific, and I'm from the Democratic Republic of Congo. I'm Aharna from India. I'm Leili from Colombia. And I'm Deepa from Canada. Um, so today, the topic of our conversation is about houses of worship and uh, the way they contribute to the life of a community and um, promote social progress. But maybe each of you can share a little bit about like your community and, and the house of worship that's there. India is known to be one of the biggest houses of worship in terms of population. Also, it, the architecture itself, it's a lotus temple. That's what we call it, and the locals call it. And lotus is significant to India because it is also a national flower, of course, but also through religious sense. And then the architecture itself shows purity in the sense that when the lotus it's known to come in a muddy in um what is it called the like a swamp swamp yeah. it's dirty but then the lotus itself it rises above that and which is so beautiful and symbolic for us as humankind to think of it in terms that okay the our times can be tough humanity has lots to get through but are we knowing that we are noble beings and we have souls that are so pure we focus on that and then we rise above this dirty swamp. So that really inspires hope in us and builds this understanding that, yes, there's a hopeful future. For us, we had like the bounty to have uh, a new, one of the recent um, national temple or Baha'i temple in uh, Kinshasa, where I'm from. And uh, that temple was announced uh, back in uh, 2012. We finally inaugurated the temple this year, March. So it's uh, really something that the community were very happy to receive that news from the House of Justice, our Supreme Body. And also throughout those years, we have already received the temple in our heart. And throughout those process of acquiring the site and also all of the construction work, we Really, we, we could see the devotional life in the community were really um, empowered mm. with that news. The culture of Norte del Cauca, it's a culture that it's very artistic and people like to sing and dance and 
that's what something that brings people together. And so for the dedication, this is something that we, we noticed that this temple needs needs a choir. But we didn't really have the the human resource to have a choir. <laughs> and we were not used to the concept of a choir. We mm-hmm. will just sing in a circle together. And this friend from Chile, the the she, her name is Lilia, and she's the, the director of the choir in Chile. She came to help us mm-hmm. in Norte del Cauca. So this was very, very interesting because the people, we said, well, we, we need to have a choir. People come, people who want to sing. If you don't sing, anyways, come. <laughs> and so um, we met this first time and it was a bunch of people. After that, the second meeting was not that big. <laughs> and, and it was going less and less and less and less until until we got the people that was actually committed to, mm-hmm. to have this choir. And so the dedication came and Lydia said like, well, I cannot stay here forever. I need to mm-hmm. go. So one of you needs to rise as a, choir, as a director of the choir. And so one of the friends in the choir, um, she was 15. So she didn't really knew nothing about m- music or directing a choir, but it was actually a teamwork. And so... She learned, and the second the second day of of the of the dedication of the temple, she was the one like directing the choir, and it was it was very impressive to see mm-hmm. how this community that had no knowledge about a choir and music mm-hmm. was doing it, and then the people of the community noticed that, mm. and so every Sunday people want to listen to the choir, and so this all came together, and friends were attracted, and so the friends in the choir in in the and the choir were attracting the other friends. And so that actually really, really helped with the, with the people to come. Have you had any like personal experiences with visitors? Like had a conversation with people who come for the first time? There was this family once that came to the to the house of worship to visit, and then they were from another religion. So they came into the into the house of worship, and then they had a lot of questions. And one of them took a a prayer book and started reading it. Mm. And they asked me, but but like you you can sing. And I said, yeah yeah, we sing. <laughs> and he was like, can you sing a prayer that you do? And so I sing a prayer, a very very short prayer, and this man starts crying and he says that uh, his wife that was there too was sick and this woman said that she's feeling relieved not like she doesn't have any more pain mm-hmm. but like her her soul and her she she feels better mm-hmm. and she feels mm-hmm. relieved and so that really I don't know I remember that with with love that memory of that day that's so special I think it was this prayer that says um uh, rom- it's in Spanish. You can translate it. We have translators. <laughs> Spanish is good. Sing it. Yeah. Sure. Um, so it says, Rompe las cadenas de este mundo y libera tu alma de la prisión del yo. Aprovecha tu oportunidad 
Pues no volverá a ti, no volverá a ti nunca más. Do you know the translation of it? Like, like, or even the first few words? Yeah, I don't know how to translate it, but it's mm -hmm. basically telling you to break the chains of the world and free your soul mm -hmm. uh, because this opportunity will never come back to you. So we know that these houses of worship, they stimulate a lot of community building activities in and around um, the temple. Can you maybe describe or, or tell us about these? Before uh, the construction of the, the, the temple in the uh, Democratic Republic of Congo, there were also those movements of youth and, 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 and friends in the community to go to the temple site and just to try to do service projects. For a couple of weekends, uh, they, would do, they would go like Friday, Saturday, Friday, and they, they, they come out like Sunday. And so they, those kind of uh, meetings were organized a few times where they would just prepare the land and try to remove weed from, from, from the site and uh, just pray afterwards mm. and together. And it was just amazing. Yeah, so just that service, spirit of service, to, it brings happiness in, 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 in the hearts of, uh, of people. I think this is something that we've all experienced, you know, like young people, they, they, they're seeing their world around them. I guess as we're growing up, we're like trying to be adults, we're trying to, you know, mature and all of these things. And we're seeing, and maybe also like affected by these forces, like people not prioritizing their education and like prioritizing maybe like making money or, or kind of their social um, activities and things like that. And, and kind of, you know, like there's a lot of potential that could be used towards, you know, more empowering or more productive things. Um, yeah, I mean, we all come from different parts of the world, but I'm sure this is like a common experience. For example, we, we know lack of education also is really the root of many things that we see in our society. So we have like friends that youth that want maybe to consecrate their time to try to educate those younger uh, sister and brother in their community. Definitely. And um, coming from psychology, I have a background in psychology and I can tell you purpose in life is something that we all know really brings a sense of hope and uh, fills our heart with so much joy to work towards something, you know, have a vision for the future. Otherwise, there can be so much uncertainty. And then when we empower youth and when they, it's a period of confusion. Of course, you don't know what your likes are, your dislikes, you're still figuring out life. And then, but once you see that, oh, I have capacities within me that, that I can nurture, you know, whether it's, okay, helping out a friend, being this um, generous individual or a kind individual. Th these are the virtues we promote in the community building effort and in the classes that we hold. So in a way that really, as when they grow up as individuals, they have this sense of purpose, this sense of identity that yes, and I can contribute to, to my community. I have 
I am important in my community. I have an important role to play. Each one of us have that role to play and we can together grow and learn together. It's not just, I'm not isolated, it's mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. And it's such a beautiful vision for the future just to know that, to, to envision this community. can feel like very hopeless sometimes like we watch the news and we hear things and we see things in our community and there's like sometimes this feeling of like what are you going to do like how can how can you you know affect change um but maybe like maybe it's the house of worship or the communities around them but there's always this like attitude of hope and we have vision we have like you said purpose and identity they propel us forward definitely it's this growing understanding because it's something so powerful so impactful and inspiring the word of god it has so such spiritual forces at play you can say it and we give it time we can definitely definitely see mm-hmm. the transformation the change yeah like if we want to have like you're saying like your soul is touched you know that comes through prayer we, we can like act a certain way and that'll have some sort of change and, and we can be educated and that has change on our minds and but then like the soul is really really attracted to prayer and and seeing all of these kind of come together how much how much transformation happens i think that's the magic in the combination of adoration worship and mm-hmm. and serve and mm-hmm. yeah and service so there's actually magic in that combination <laughs> because it, the inspiration that you get from the worship it's an inspiration that you can't get anywhere else and it's an inspiration that have a very big impact in whatever activity you do mm. and so that's why you can't just keep worshiping and keep those <laughs> let's say magical powers in a cage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then when you put those things in the things you do in the community then the impact is bigger and mm-hmm. it grows and it like they say it shares with the people around you and so as specific we're saying was saying um these families in the community have a lot of kids and they're big 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 families and sometimes there is no access to education or there's no access to a very comfortable lifestyle, you see? But these people are still happy mm-hmm. and they still have this joy. And it's because this concept of worship and service, I remember for the dedication of the House of Worship, uh, people from more than 60 communities came and uh, they brought a little bit of soil from their houses in every community. And then this soil was put in this uh, like clay jar. Mm-hmm. And and people, and then all this soil from everywhere in the community was together. And so it was like symbolic. Mm-hmm. And people, you don't imagine the faces, they were so happy. Mm-hmm. They were so happy because it's very easy to see just the back part of the community. And you know how, how there's a lot of hunger and people there's not a cater and but then there's another side mm-hmm. that is bright and it's something that have been there always and now there's people seeing it mm-hmm. and and like you know it's being appreciated so i think that also brings joy to the community rejoice their hearts rejoice their hearts and just also just to remind yourself every day that we have been created by god so our purpose really is uh to worship God and so through prayer it's in help people 
in the community to reflect, to be in that state of meditation, mm -hmm. to think about God, to think about the writings of God, um, just reflect about our life and what what's our contribution that we can bring to the society. There's a quotation in the Baha'i writings. It goes, let your actions day by day be beautiful prayers. So, and in the house of worship in India, Sunday mornings is dedicated for morning prayers. It's called dawn prayers. Mm -hmm. And then the community comes together early in the morning. First thing they do is come together, begin uh, the day with beautiful prayers. And then you can see the change suddenly after they've had the morning prayers, they go back. I mean, it, they are so rejuvenated. They are ready for the day, but also the week ahead. Mm -hmm. So it's this act of coming together and praying and uh, just gives an gives inspiration to them and really the it's the culture we are trying to build of unity and coming together that really is very powerful and we want to we hope that many friends can be inspired and take up this initiative i was thinking like you know none of these houses of worship are like their own building you know it's open doors people come in they pray and they take that spirit out with them i like the way that you describe that actually that like if you just prayed and prayed and prayed and you worshiped and you worshiped, you just kind of collect all this energy, you have to release it into the community. And that's done through action, through service. Even if, even when we see, uh, like, in the example of uh, the temple in Congo, so you see, because where the temple is in the temple site, we have also other spaces where people can, like, in the community gather and try to have, like, meetings and uh, um, some activity together. So... We have seen uh, that people would go and start with a prayer in the temple together, and then later on they go to their uh, whatever gathering they, they, they are holding, and that really uh, set the tone for how the gathering is going to, to enroll. And so you see just people with that uh, sense of prayer and, and consultation. So it's just give another mood another mood in the in the the whole the spirit is elevated the whole spirit is elevated thank you guys so much for coming and sharing with us these are really beautiful stories that you shared um yeah it's amazing amazing to have these kind of conversations and to hear from all these all these different houses of worship no thank you so much for thank for you. this is <laughs> really it's very nice to see how we're very similar even though we're from right. extremely <laughs> different parts of the world the community is very kind of the same nature so it's mm -hmm. very beautiful to see that yeah definitely thank you for having us thank you very my much. pleasure <laughs>